The Israelites wandered in the wilderness for nearly 40 years and now camped in the plains of Moab, east of the Jordan River and the Promised Land. Moses spent his life preparing them to enter this land, and God let him see it from the top of Mount Nebo. Deuteronomy, which means the second giving of the law from the Septuagint or Greek Old Testament, records his last three sermons to the Israelites. Moses wanted them to remember the Lord's great works, laws, and commandments they had covenanted to follow. Moses' first sermon in chapters 1 through 4 tells of the Israelites' history and the Lord's fight for them. After 40 years, the generation that fled Egypt were mostly gone, and Moses wanted to teach their children to hearken to the Lord's statutes and judgments so they could possess the land promised in the Abrahamic covenant to their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. While Moses did not enter with them into this land flowing with milk and honey, he wanted them to remember the great miracles their fathers had seen in Egypt and teach them to their sons and their sons' sons. The Lord's covenant people needed to learn how to love and obey Him to ultimately enter the greater promised land of eternal life. Moses' second sermon in Deuteronomy chapters 5-26 through 26 began with a review of the Ten Commandments. He told the Israelites to obey them, that it may be well with thee, that she may increase mightily, as the Lord God of thy fathers promised in the land that floweth with milk and honey. He said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and they should love him with all their heart, soul, and might. Moses said these words should be in their hearts, taught diligently to their children, and talked about them as they sat in their house, walked by the way, lay down at night, and when they rose up in the morning. Moses said they should bind them for a sign upon their hand, be as frontlets between their eyes, and write them upon their house posts and gates. From these instructions, the Jews developed the customs of the Shema, scriptures they recited daily, the mezuzah, a container holding a small piece of parchment that was placed on the right side of their home's door frame, and telphalin or phylacteries that were small square leather boxes with parchment scriptures worn over their forehead and on their arms. These reminded them of the importance of daily prayer and to always remember the Lord God and love Him with all their heart, soul, and might, that He might preserve them. Jesus Christ quoted many scriptures in Deuteronomy when He was tempted in the wilderness and showed us, along with Moses, how they can help us overcome temptation. The Lord preserved the promised land where His covenant people could live and often used them to utterly destroy other nations. He warned the Israelites to watch out for the adversary's snares, and that just as he had led them to the promised land, they would also be scattered from it if they did not keep their covenants and obey him. The Lord warned them to destroy their altars, break down and burn their graven images, cut down their groves, and not to follow false prophets who would have them worship other gods. The Lord told his covenant people about the goodness of the land he would bring them into, a land of brooks of water, fountains, and depths that spring out of the valleys and hills, wheat, barley, vines, fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil, and honey. He told them to fear or respect him, walk in all his ways, love and serve him with all their heart and soul, and keep his commandments and statutes. After forty years, Many of the younger Israelites who would enter the Promised Land had not seen the plagues in Egypt or crossed the Red Sea like their parents. 
Moses knew they and their future posterity would need to remember God's miracles and laws if they would remain his covenant people. He counseled them, Beware lest thou forget the Lord, and to pass their faith on to future generations. The Lord taught his children to serve others and help the poor and needy. He said they should leave parts of their fields unharvested so others could gather food. Moses told them to remember all the ways the Lord led them for forty years in the wilderness, to humble and prove them, know what was in their heart, and keep his commandments. God had humbled them, let them suffer hunger, and fed them with manna to teach them not to just live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord. The Lord told the Israelites they were the children of the Lord your God, and a holy people that he had chosen to be a peculiar people unto himself, above all the nations that are upon the earth. In our day we're also told to be a peculiar people, and follow his standards and not those of the world. Moses taught them what they should and should not eat, and about tithing that also separated them from other nations. The Lord told the Israelites they would be greatly blessed, and reign over many nations if they kept all of his commandments. He said they should open their hands wide unto the poor and lend whatever was needed. They were to make a release and forgive all debts every seven years, and he warned them against having wicked thoughts in their hearts about not giving to the poor as the seventh year approached, and then were required to forgive the debt. The Lord reminded his people that he had given them everything, and they would be blessed and prosper if they followed his commandments. They were also told to release Hebrew slaves or servants in their seventh year of service. The Lord taught the Israelites about the Passover, Feast of Weeks, and the Feast of Tabernacles that reminded them of their many blessings. He told them what would happen if they chose to follow false idols, along with other instructions and laws concerning Israel's future, and that a good king should know and follow them. Deuteronomy was quoted by more prophets, including Jesus Christ, than any other Old Testament book. A prophecy in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 15, is found in all of the standard works. The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me. Unto him ye shall hearken. This prophecy that the Savior would be raised up like unto Moses was quoted by Moses, Peter, Nephi, Stephen, Jesus Christ, and Joseph Smith. In the wilderness, Moses taught the Israelites his final teachings. These forty years the Lord thy God hath been with thee, thou hast lacked nothing. He feared that when this new generation entered the promised land with cities and homes full of all good things, they would harden their hearts and forget the Lord. He prepared them to go forth and conquer the promised land. Fear not, for the Lord your God goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies. He said they should first offer a proclamation of peace to each city to give the people an opportunity to surrender. If this was rejected, their armies were to surround the city and kill the men when it fell, but preserve the women, children, and flocks. But the Lord also said the Israelites would be given other cities for an inheritance, and their inhabitants would be utterly destroyed, that they teach you not to do all their abominations and sin against the Lord. The Lord esteemed all flesh in one and favored the righteous, and those who were ripe in iniquity and rejected every word of God would have the fullness of his wrath upon them. 
he would curse the land against them and bless the Israelites' fathers with power to obtain it. Moses' third sermon in chapters 27 through 30 was a solemn renewal of God's covenant with Israel. They had covenanted to keep his commandments, and Moses promised if they kept them with all their heart and soul, they would be blessed, prosper, and return to him. When entering the promised land, they were to go to the valley of Shechem between two mountains. Six tribes would stand in front of Mount Gerizim, and the other six by Mount Ebel. The Levites would surround the Ark of the Covenant and tell them about the blessings and cursings they would receive from their actions. If the Israelites forsook and broke their covenants and served and worshipped other gods, the Lord's anger would be kindled. He would bring curses upon the land, root them out in anger, wrath, and great indignation, and cast them into another land. But he also promised that if they returned to him, he would have compassion on them, bring them out of captivity, and return and gather them from the nations where they were scattered. He would bring them into the land which their fathers possessed, multiply them above their fathers, and deliver them from the captivity of sin. The Lord told his covenant people to love him, walk in his ways, and keep his commandments, statutes, and judgments. They would then live, multiply, and be blessed in the land he promised to their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He said, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. Moses gave his final counsel and blessed each tribe of Israel. He wanted them to know and follow the Lord's law, but he also knew they would eventually turn away from him and worship other gods. The Lord loved his faithful servant Moses. Deuteronomy chapter 34 tells us he died, and the Lord took him up unto himself and buried him in the land of Moab. But no man knoweth of his sepulchre unto this day. Latter-day scriptures teach that Moses was translated so he would not suffer pain or death until he was resurrected. With his physical body, he could later give priesthood keys to Peter, James, and John on the Mount of Transfiguration. The book of Deuteronomy ends with Joshua was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him, and did as the Lord commanded Moses. And there arose not a prophet since in Israel like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. And this is Deuteronomy chapters 6 through 8, 15, 18, 29 through 30, and 34 in the Old Testament. Look for hidden images located throughout the video. You can download a coloring page and activity puzzles for each section on Etsy at PonderFun. Visit our new PonderFun.com website and Facebook page to find more fun things to do. And you can listen to these as a podcast. Please like and share these videos with anyone you think might enjoy them. Also, please subscribe to this PonderFun YouTube channel and you'll be notified whenever I make new videos. Thanks again for watching and find some time this week to ponder.